welcome to Space Boat Reviews Episode 3. My name is Vince, or as some people call me, the Space Pope. Or some people call me the Daily Snob on Twitter, but I don't think anyone actually physically calls me that. So my podcast is basically a fun new thing where I'm critiquing SoundCloud, Twitter, and other social media struggle rappers, and I'm hoping that they're going to listen to me and then get better. So listen to me and get better, right? That sounds like a crock of shit, because I'm just an asshole on the internet. But I also spent about five years trying to be a rapper, and I failed at it. And that taught me a whole lot about what not to do, and a little bit about what to actually do. I've also been on the periphery of the music industry for about 10 years because I've been an amateur music critic and a voracious consumer of weird bullshit. So in those times, I've learned a lot about how the industry operates, and I'm still trying to break through. Hopefully, you'll have an easier time than me. Especially if you listen to this podcast, I guarantee you'll have an easier time than me if you learn from my mistakes and don't make your own. This is the third episode of my show. Like I said, I'm very excited because we actually got two artist submissions, so I wasn't expecting that, and I'm really stoked. The first artist submission is from my real-life friend, Mr. John Boom, and John Boom is a legend in Oshawa, Ontario, and the surrounding areas. There's a downtown bar called the Atria, and I'm going to petition to rename it the Boom Room once uh, John hangs him up, although I don't think that's anytime soon. Uh, Mr. Boom plays a style of music called hip-hop blues, which is heavily improvised. It's based on live reactions, and obviously, like the name implies, is a mix of hip-hop and blues. Mr. John Boom does the damn thing. He's in clubs two or three nights a week when it's not COVID, and I think up-and-coming artists can really learn a lot from him. You know that J. Cole line, you're famous on the internet, I'm real life hot. John Boom lives that life, man. He's uh, gotten to really reap the advantages of being an artist who puts himself out there. He's done things most social media rappers can only dream about. He's done a DIY tour of England. He opened a book signing for acclaimed author James Frey, and he's done a lot of things, man, that you can only really do if you put the work in to become a real artist and get those real-life fans. The reality of the music industry these days is changing a little bit. You can get hot on the internet, but if you can actually draw people, that's where the real money is because Spotify is not paying shit, and that's where the music industry people hang out. That's where the real fans hang out. You're going to open a lot of doors for yourself a lot quicker if you are out there doing it live, meeting people, showing people how good you are, and stuff like that. My biggest regret as a rapper is that I only did one live performance. And that live performance actually went really well. But it was like, you know, towards the end of my thing when I was a little bit cashed on doing everything. And, you know, after I punished my friends, by sharing all my shit on the social media, I didn't really have anywhere to go because I wasn't putting myself in front of a real-life audience. And John Boom, man, you're a real artist, you do that. You're a local legend, and you are a great guy. The thing, and I mean, I'm going to kind of balance this just by saying I really think what you're what you're doing currently, I think, you know, you're living a lifestyle and creating and doing something that's really enriching and like I said you open doors doing that to experiences people only dream about but we've had so many conversations about wanting to become a billionaire 
and uh, you know sell a million records. So um, I'm just going to give you some feedback based on that goal. You know, you might have to compromise the art a little bit because it's the age-old narrative. You could be an artist struggling to make ends meet, or you could sell out a little bit and you know have a, an easier route to the the big bucks and shit like that. So I think your music is great for the underground market that you're putting yourself in front of. But if you want it to pop and, you know, you want to get that that big record deal and stuff like that, you might want to follow a bit of a more conventional structure. Like, personally, I understand your music, but I'm a weirdo who listens to abrasive music all day. The dudes at the bar and the people who you're running with in your scene understand your music because they understand the intentions and the ethos of it. The 17-year-old kids on hip-hop Twitter who were my target audience for this podcast, they're not going to get this, man. And that's just that's just the reality of it, unfortunately. You know, your average target shopper, soccer mom, 99.9 listener is not going to understand this. And it's not because you don't have talent, bro. You write great chord progressions. You write real earworms of choruses. Like, my girl and I sing Moonlight to each other all the time. I get Caroline stuck in my head. You know, Yellow Cab is a banger. You got tons of great choruses. The improvised style of your verses is like way out there, if I'm being honest with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's also like it takes a little bit to get into. So, my advice, and this is keep in mind just if you want to to be famous or famous or, you know, famous is subjective anyway, but you're a really quirky and charming guy. If you want to get to that next level, I feel like you got to channel the quirk and the charm into something that normies quote unquote can digest. So like, you know, maybe like writing some stuff down, sticking to a little bit more of a regular structure. You know, your lyrics are super abstract. If, if you kind of move them into more of a conventional realm, I think, it would be good. And I mean, that's just for your recorded music, your live show, you can still go off and do do what you do because because people love that. So, you know, and I mean, I personally don't think you have to compromise anything because I look at you as an artist and I think what you're doing is really cool and fun and it's a lifestyle. A lot of people kind of want to lead, but don't have the the stones to throw themselves out there and dedicate their lives to music the way that you have so you don't have to really compromise anything some couple things that i think you should do just because no matter what art you're making it would be easier for you to get noticed just some organizational housekeeping things like moonlight is the song you want me to review i went on your soundcloud and moonlight's not even on your soundcloud man so like we're talking about moonlight how are these kids gonna hear it you know what i mean and I know we've been talking about doing Spotify for at least like three years. And I like I checked Spotify the other day and I couldn't find you on there. So like those are the kind of things if you could just like be a little bit more organized, it would go a long way to even just a little bit more conventional success. And I personally, I'm, I might suggest getting a manager. I mean, it would suck to pay out at the end of the night from the door, but you know, someone who can handle the administrative shit and let you just focus on the art would, I think, be beneficial. You know, I don't know if that's in the cards for you, but 
that that would be my one suggestion. Just keep it a little bit more organized and maybe think about getting some help with that. Um, all in all, though, I really do look up to you as a great example of a, a real artist and somebody who these other artists that I've reviewed can, you know, take some guidance to building that long-lasting music lifestyle and those relationships and opening doors that, if I'm being frank, are going to be a lot harder to open by buying targeted ads on Facebook than they are by, you know, literally just going to your local open mic and eating shit for a couple of years. I would love to have you on the podcast, Mr. Boom, if you want to, because you have more valuable perspective than I do. And maybe we can make that happen. I know this uh, COVID-19 world has kind of uh, kept us apart a little bit and it's kind of kept the shows to a minimum. But I'm thinking of you, buddy. I miss you. And hopefully we can connect soon. So yeah, that's episode three. Shout out to John Boom. If you like my show, it would be huge for me if you could follow my SoundCloud, follow my Twitter. There's a link to my Twitter on the right-hand side of my SoundCloud. It would also be humongous if you could share this for me. I've gotten so much uh, enthusiasm for my podcast. I've gotten friends to share it. I've gotten the artists who I've talked about to share it. I've gotten random people to share it. That's huge for me, man. That means the world. Like, I can't even explain it. Yeah. And if you want to be reviewed on the show, you can send me an email, gugl0003 at gmail.com. I'm thinking of setting up a Discord and stuff like that, so I'll keep you in the loop if anyone's interested in that. And yeah, just connect. Thanks for listening so much. It means a lot. And I will see you next week.